Hello and welcome to the PC Gamer UK podcast. My name is Samuel Roberts. I'm joined today by Andy Kelly, Angus Morrison, Phil Savage. Uh, we're going to talk about computer games. This is our way. This is Angus's last day on PC Gamer before he goes to work for. Uh, oh well, I can't say where he's going. Uh, maybe I can. <laughs> TripAdvisor. Do you believe they left that PC was a Gamer to work secret. for? <laughs> left PC Gamer to work for TripAdvisor, but I hear he gets discount holidays now, so that's good. Uh, it was free breakfast. That's what sold it. Oh, shit, well, that's what enough. we were missing. I can't compete with that. You know, I, I will take away your breakfast. That's that's, <laughs> that's all I can offer in return. Um, so we don't have many new games to talk about today. Andy's been playing Inside, the new game from Playdead, the makers of Limbo, um, who make games about lads who have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, sad boys yeah. running sideways. Um, up. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a good tagline. That's good. Um, <laughs> Phil's been going through his Steam library to mm. um, to eke out some seven out of ten bullshit, so he can clear his hard drive and install something better, like uh, I don't know, Far Cry Primal. That's a good game. That, that'd be good. And uh, Angus has been playing Minecraft because, <laughs> because it's he's deeply unimaginative <laughs> month. And uh, I don't know why I've been well, doing. See now, now that he's leaving us, he needs to start or <clears throat> resume his career as a famous YouTuber. So he's got to get on that Minecraft. Oh. Tip. Hey, you guys, welcome to Angus's Minecraft <laughs> Radical Channel. Like it's your boy Angus. Yeah. Um, YouTube.com forward slash Reroll Gaming. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, cut, <laughs> cut Shameless. Cut yeah, that's getting cut out. <laughs> Go there and unsubscribe now. Okay, um, so yeah, let's start with Inside then, Andy. You've been playing that this week. Um, it, it came out a couple of weeks ago on Xbox One, which is actually a bit annoying because it means everyone reviewed it before we did. Um, yeah. Even though our opinions are really good. So yeah. Why should we wait two weeks? We go to loads of effort mm. to have them. Yeah. Yes. But um, basically, people were blown away by it, and we're talking about it like it was this life-changing experience um, in a way that I can only really describe as really irritating. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and and you you came to this game and you, you seem to have got a lot out of it, but I don't think it's had quite the same life changing effect on you. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Well, I'll, I'll lay out my theory about why I think that is, which I've discussed in the office. I think a lot of the um, really high scores for it has gotten a few tens, nine point fives, and whatnot, um, based on the Xbox version. I think because on Xbox there aren't as many weird, arty, interesting games, whereas on PC we're positively drowning in yeah. art and so <laughs> just as you yeah pony island oxen free um yeah there's so many you other know things yeah there's tons of those games Firewatch, i guess yeah. Mm. yeah so so to me like um inside is a great interesting arty game but one of you know one of many so i can see why on xbox one if you're starved for that kind of game and one comes along it's the impact is greater so that's why i think i i like to less yeah. than they probably think halos are <laughs> yeah let me just clarify i'm not being uh <laughs> trying to sound like a patronizing or uh, you know the the console uh, peasants will like it i'm not being one of those guys i hate those guys yeah, as much too. as anyone we else but i'm just saying that in, sh- in sheer volume of weird arty games pc uh dwarfs xbox one and thus i think that's why it had more impact on that platform um, it's, so a, yeah, it's, it's a 2D platformer, right? Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's a well, and young it's, boys get hurt lots. Yeah, it's cool. a, it's on a 2D plane and it's kind of you know semi 3D. Uh, you basically run right and avoid the obstacles that try to stop you running right until the end. Um, you're a small boy again, as in Limbo. Before before you go on, like I, I saw a lot of the the tens and nine point five crowds going. Oh, make sure you don't know anything about it going in. I, I mean, yeah. it is my experience forever ruins. Now you've told me it's about a boy running <laughs> no. right. I think well, that's the thing. I'm being very careful here not to say anything. I'm not going to reveal really anything apart from the fact that you're a boy and some and yeah. some of the. You have essentially described Mario. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a man. Yeah, he's not a boy. It's not a plumber. He's a man, not a boy. Baby, Sometimes baby a, a boy. That's a song. 
<laughs> about Mario. So, I've played a bit of it, and like um, just the first thirty minutes or so, and I will finish it this weekend so I can have opinions on it. Mm. But um, yeah, like it, it's quite a, a basic feeling two D sort of platformer with some mild puzzle elements. Push a crate here, yeah. Climb over this, find a way to you know get past this obstacle, avoid this thing. There's a bit of stealth in there as well. Yeah, yeah. It does throw a few weird systems into the mix later. Um, involving a device that lets you kind of control other characters. Have you come across any of that stuff yet? No. So that that forms the basis of a lot of the later puzzles, um, but I won't say any more. Um, but it's really in limbo. It was sort of monochrome and silhouetted, and and when the the boy died, it was kind of gruesome, but not too you know affecting. Whereas in this, like within the first ten minutes. I was being chased for a forest by some like eerie masked men and, and um, I tripped on a branch and one of them ran up to me and really like in a really indifferent animation like just sort of smothered the, the little boy and it was like really and it was something about the violence that was somehow really like it seemed more real and sort of grotesque than in a lot of games because it was the, it was there was no like surge of music or a sound effect or like text popping up saying game over it was just like a prolonged shot of a man just choking a, bo- a small boy and it was like it was really brutal like, yeah yeah I, I say one of the best things about it is that the the animations are amazing like yeah. um, it's really really detailed delicate animations but there are no faces on the character models so you um you don't see their expressions so i guess when like that happens you fill in the gaps to some extent because you don't you only get like a, an outline of what's going yeah. on, but the, yeah, there's a detail you fill in yourself, I guess. Yeah, it's it's, it's that kind of enigmatic, ambiguous uh, style of art, mm. and uh, the storytelling is really lightweight, so you don't really know what's going on, who who you are, why you're running right. Yeah, and it turns out that you killed JFK. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole thing. And that could really be one interpretation. Well, it's all it's one of those games that are open to interpretation. Um, the, there's a lot of theories already going around, but I said in my review. I don't really think it's important. I think looking up a ex, looking for an explanation defeats the point. I think it's just supposed to be taken as a a bit of visual art, a bit of you know just an a, an atmosphere, an ambience. Just you go along for a, a weird ride, and then you know maybe think about what those things could have meant. But then to go and like sort of clinically like go right, this meant that the boy was running from this 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 location meant this. Just sort of strips away the point to me i think it's yeah. better enjoyed just a bit of abstract you know weirdness i think so i think lightweight mm. is a good word to use to, to use to describe this like it's um i think a lot of the the style is much of the appeal yeah. and it's not you know best in class when it comes to platforming or puzzles no. particularly it's just that you are walking through this quite amazing world and yeah the art is incredible it's really i mean the, the whole game is really pared down and minimalist like there's only two buttons jump and grab and all the puzzles involve either jumping or grabbing. So I kind of like how it unifies them all. Mm. So if you get stuck, you're not like, oh, there's some hidden little mechanic or whatever that the game hasn't told me about. You just know that you can solve it by running or grabbing or Puzzle-wise, does it differ much from Limbo? Um, there's, there's, they're quite similar. Um, and there's way less platforming than in Limbo. Lim- some of Limbo's later stages where you were jumping between those giant spinning blades and all that. It was very mm. like hardcore platformery. This is more physics puzzles and puzzles involving that device I touched upon earlier where you're controlling groups of sort of drone-like people. Some of them are really clever. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of water stuff. There's a lot of swimming-type puzzles. Mm. There's one where you're in a submersible and you're sort of um, navigating a really sort of murky underwater section. Um, so there's a lot... There's, some good ideas in it but it's 
spreads them really thin so you there'll be a puzzle and then you'll do that puzzle like three or four more times with only a slight variation yeah. and there's a diminishing return there where it gets less satisfying when you've mm-hmm. completed the there's puzzles involving these sort of crates where you pull a handle and a jet of like air shoots them up and that mechanic is used for like three or four puzzles and each one you, you know it didn't feel like it was there wasn't despite only being five hours long there wasn't much variety they struggled to keep it feeling varied which for such a short game was you know a bit disappointing Hmm. um but the 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 last half hour the last act is mental like i'd almost recommend it just to see that it's such a bizarre gear shift and i'm sure you've heard people talking about this as well yeah people are saying it's properly uh, this is where i think people are truly been spellbound spellbound yeah it's it's really like I, I can't even say what it is I, I need to discuss it with someone i've not spoken to anyone about it it's just in my head i've got this bizarre thing that happened to me um but the uh, the reason i didn't love the game is because i found it a bit cold and emotionless mm. like the really minimalist storytelling is cool in terms of creating something ambiguous and and uh sort of intriguing but i got no sense of motivation for the character um, I didn't know where, why I was heading right. What was at the end of you know this essentially very long platforming level, mm. um, and I felt just quite detached from it. You, you know, apart from the sort of fundamental desire of not seeing a small boy being drowned, beaten up, eaten by dogs, which all happens you know quite alarming at an alarming rate. Um, apart from that base desire not to see a child being uh, br- brutalized, I didn't, didn't care about him. I didn't care where he was going or what he was doing. And at the end, I didn't feel like there was any revelation or great. Um, I didn't feel like I'd gone on a journey and learned something. I felt like I'd just gone on a journey and it felt a bit arbitrary. So that that's a lot of these, you know, arty indie games. The reason they work is because you get emotionally involved in them, like Oxen Free you mentioned. You get involved with the characters, mm. um, stuff like Firewatch, you know. Uh, and obviously to throw all these games together is, is in itself a little bit arbitrary. But they are, they all, a lot of indie games use, do what big blockbusters don't do in the same way that indie films often do what big blockbuster films don't do which yeah. is tell more uh, connected human stories and so by the end of inside i didn't i didn't really you know i didn't feel emotionally stirred by it at all oh wow okay all i'm right. still keeping to see what this last 30 minutes is so my head i'm thinking is it like going through is it like the stargate moment in 2001 that's the thing you Did could it? never guess like you know oh, okay. it's not as like mind-bending as the stargate from 2001 but you know what is yeah. but it's 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 just it's, you could never guess what it is and it's so weird and and it's all, but it's really annoying because it's got an example of brilliant, a brilliant mechanic that I keep saying mechanic a lot. I hate that word, but it's got an example of a cool little uh, twist on the platforming that I can't talk about because to do so would would ruin the, mm. would ruin what it does. But um, yeah, it's, it sort of sounds like you're describing a tourist attraction, like it's something that's worth seeing for its own sake. But which is how I feel about the Roman else. baths here. <laughs> yeah. like, see them, but you won't. Yeah. Be, it won't change you. Won't, you know, yeah. I was actually you pretty impressed by the, the Roman baths. It's There's some good good ass history down there. I didn't have my council tax bill, so I ended up paying twelve quid to go oh, in. I got in for free. Well, they got, it's not it's not worth twelve quid. No. Yeah. And is and on that. No, is inside worth fifteen quid? I don't know. I'd I'd never play it again. Ooh, the, professional. Yeah, that was, a good that was a good role, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't. It's weird. I, I'll never play it again because it, it's one of those games like Limbo where it's all about the surprise, the mm. traps, the ambushes, 
the not knowing what's to come, the big twist at the end, knowing all that, I don't have any desire to play it again. There's some hidden er there's secret areas, and there's also an alternate ending, which I just watched on YouTube, which maybe paints the story in a little bit more, sort of makes it a bit more explicit about what's happening, but mm, it didn't... I have to go now, my planet. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, it didn't, you know, it didn't make me go have some, a revelation where I went, ah, now that's it, now I'm emotionally involved, but oh, yeah. Know. Do I, do I want to pay fifteen pounds to for searing indifference? <laughs> it's, it's it's an it's an amazing <laughs> piece of like visual art, like the 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 uh, visual design, the atmosphere. It looks beautiful in four K. That yeah. sounds ludicrous, but I, I was playing it on a four K monitor, and it just looks you know that's the one benefit over the console version, and the only benefit is that you can run it at a higher resolution. And it looks sensational. The lighting and the use of silhouettes and stuff. It's not Limbo was completely monochrome, but whereas mm -hmm. this has an actual color palette and it's kind of very muted and it almost looks like a. Uh, there's, there's some sections where you're in a sort of laboratory and it kind of looks like a 70s sci-fi film. It has that kind of sort of stark beige, muted look to it, which is you know really cool. But yeah, the sound um, design's really good as well. Yeah, it's very sparse use of music and lots of sort of uh, wind and and rain and stuff like that well, too yeah i mean considering like you say like it's um it's all set it's all one big platforming level like yeah it does have a feeling of going from place to place and yeah sound design does a lot of the work there yeah, so, yeah. there's yeah there's no loading break which is cool you can you know i put it in one setting and i went from one end of the game to the other without any pause and i kind of like how yeah how connected it all felt wow 15 quid i don't know yeah. i always feel it's weird cause I, like I, I think some people seemingly will get that experience out of it that you feel you didn't get of being like really blown away and yeah no, yeah just like um, looking at the reviews clearly that's yeah. some some people are well happy with that purchase or, or even talking to uh our global editor-in-chief tim clark who said it was one of his games of the year yeah like right. um you know it, it may just have a different effect on you so uh yeah something to consider and if not maybe something to pick up in a future steam sale is yeah. it bad saying that i don't know i think we're fine it's, it's um, a reality of pc gaming yeah. yeah not everyone's got 15 quid knocking about to Take a take a chance on an an arty platformer. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, I've got I've got like cocktails to buy and like uh, <laughs> yeah. Waitrose yeah. finest steak to, uh, yeah. to purchase. I say that I'd probably I, I I sort of um and ah over buying a game on Steam sometimes if it's like fifteen quid, but I would spend that on a Domino's pizza without even <laughs> yeah. thinking for like a nanosecond of yeah. the of the financial repercussions. That's that's and that that's a pizza that someone has just slapped together in five minutes versus a piece of piece of art that someone has slaved over for four years yeah. that is the ludicrous and nature of the problem with society. <laughs> yeah. it's just the ludicrous nature of capitalism i yeah. guess and on that note, <laughs> I what guess a life we, lesson uh, so yeah in uh, other games that have come out this week there's also a uh, fury which is a uh, like a boss rush game from the game bakers who are like a global team of, i know it's a bad name <laughs> I, you know, I debated making fun of their name in a preview in the magazine, but then I thought, oh, that's a bit mean. So, uh, but the game Bakers is a daft. They must, they must know. So I just that, that was instinctual laughter. That wasn't cynical or yeah, yeah. It's just it. funny. It's got to be. An, it's got to be knowing. No yeah. one calls themselves the game bakers with earnest sincerity, do they? <laughs> no, it's a. It's so does does Fury rise to the occasion? Oh God. <laughs> uh, Red. <it's>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think Cooking. of anything. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, uh, it's 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 actually really really cool. James has reviewed this on the website. Mm. Uh, you can find that on pcgamer.com. But it's uh, it's like a very stylish looking boss rush game where it's part hack and slash and part 
shoot em up. So you've got like this sort of like twin stick shoot em up. So you play as this character who breaks free of his prison. And yeah. you can, uh, you've got like a, a shoot attack that you can also do as like a charge attack. And you've got, uh, yeah, like a sword that um, you uh, you attack uh, with that up close as well. And basically, uh, boss phases are. Uh, Boss fights are built into to like, to like two phases. I'm doing a really bad job of explaining this. <laughs> there's two phases for every boss fight, basically. Like um, there's a shooting phase and a close combat phase. Right. The idea is you've got to uh, yeah just avoid uh, being hit and break down the enemy's uh, shield so you can then run up to them and do like a close combat uh, fight. Where if you land three hits, you knock one of their health bars off. They've got about tend to have about three to three plus health bars, and you have to just get to the end of that. And uh, yeah, and, and that's essentially how it works. Um, it's a bit, a bit like uh, Devil May Cry. I think if you like that sort of game, you'll really enjoy it. A, the, the whole kind of like dodging an enemy attack thing feels really, really good. And it has the responsiveness of like a platinum game. Hmm. Um, and the art is done, I believe, by the artist who uh, did Afro Samurai, which I'm not really aware of as anything other than a, a thing that was advertised in the back of sci-fi magazines I read in 2004. <laughs> well, there was that recent <clears throat> um, Afro Samurai game that... Did you hear about this, Phil? I think you might have... I think you, yeah, we yeah, might have spoken one. about it before. Yeah, well, they um, tried to make an episodic game and then took it off Steam because they couldn't finish it or something. There was a right... They just went, actually, we don't want to make this now. Maybe it wasn't, Phil. One of I us wrote I a don't new, think it was me. Yeah, because... one of us wrote a new story on it, but it was pretty damning. They went, oh, yeah. T- turns out people aren't as jazzed about Afro Samurai <laughs> these days. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I never really know, was aware of it as a as a as a, a good thing. It was I an just, anime, wasn't it? And then it they was did, one of them they, animes yeah. that they do. And then yeah. it had Samuel Jackson and music by the RZA, but not even that could. It was alright as a as a as an anime as yeah. a cartoon that he watched, but yeah. the, the, there was a game a long time ago that was awful, which I reviewed yeah. actually, and that was dreadful. Mm. Um, but so, like, um, so the, the guy designed like Afro Samurai. Done Fury. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure it's him. Like the uh, the art, uh, the characters look very, very different though. It's a really kind of like it's almost like if the uh, if Hotline Miami was set in a fantasy realm. Like they've clearly yeah. tried to top it, t- tap into the um, Hotline Miami style. Uh, the music is quite similar as well. Like they've got uh, tracks from Carpenter Brute and nice. yes. those sorts of uh, assorted electronic artists. So uh, yeah. if you like, yeah, if you like kind of games with that sort of like really garish style, then this certainly captures that. Um, it's it's really really good fun. Like the, the, I'm only two bosses into it right now. I've started the third one, but haven't finished it yet. But it's quite tiring to the Go point on. where I sort of feel like I need a chicken dinner every time. <laughs> every time I've finished a boss, any excuse like, for a chicken dinner. Like, right? That really took it out of me. I could really go. I was going like right now. I find boss attack games can be a bit of a slog. Uh, Titan Souls was a bit like that for me. It's like I played a few a few rounds of it, got a few yeah. bosses down, and I just couldn't be bothered with it anymore. I think it's loads better than that. Um, because it's not uh, it's not about dying constantly um, right. for one you've got three health bars yourself um so if you kind of lose in like the one slightly frustrating thing is if you lose in a, in either of the shooting or combat phases you lose one of those health bars and the stage resets itself so you have to get the you get it have to get those bars down again right that can be annoying if you're very very close to uh to killing a boss and then you lose it at the last second but it doesn't reset the game necessarily, uh, which I like. You have to basically lose three times in order for that to happen. So mm. it's not; it doesn't feel unfair. And also, I didn't find Titan Souls fun in like its basic interactions. Like it looked nice and everything, but no, this has a really good 3D combat system. Okay. Like it's up there for sure. Like it's really responsive, really it, cool. Kind of, I saw some footage of it, and it, it looked as if the, it when it shifts into the shooting phase, 
becomes like a sort of bullet hell thing where enemies yeah. are firing sort of waves of Cheerios at you in various <laughs> formations. You're and not you incorrect to... there. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's that's very much what they, what it kind of goes for. And the other thing is you don't know what's going to change the next time you're in a shooting phase. They could use a, an entirely different attack. And uh, usually the last shooting phase, they do these kind of like wave-based crazy attacks that look like disco lights, just, you know, bullets absolutely everywhere yeah. and it's up to you to <clears throat> like dodge through them at exactly the right moment a la a game like Ikaruja or you know that mm. sort of game mm. but um, yeah it's, it's a really interesting blend of things and uh, I'm not really aware of many of the other developers working on it but if, it, it's amazing how like if someone said this was made by Platinum like you could probably believe it and that's the highest praise I can give yeah, someone like that definitely. Really. so I have the polish uh, of of a because yeah. it's like a it's by a small team but from what I've seen, it looks very like, like you say, like a, a team of platinum size could have released it. As... No, recently the platinum bar hasn't been all that high, has it? I suppose it's not been that high since yeah. Metal Gear Rising. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's not their best game either. I suppose like it's been a while. I mean, like what Vanquish was six years ago. Yeah. Um. Oh no, they made better too, didn't they? That was good. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But like uh, for five people who can play it. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I've heard some people saying that the Turtles game was all right. <laughs> but it happened to be <laughs> yeah but the, the person that said it happened to be one of the world's biggest platinum fans so I don't know what how, how much to believe that yeah like uh, it's it, they, you know I don't doubt the talent's still there and like uh, Camille's working on Scalebound which is coming to PC too and I'm sure yeah. that'd be very very good even though it's got a douchebag with headphones in it uh, but <laughs> what game doesn't right now that's yeah. true but um, this this has it just feels really confident and it doesn't feel like they're they're trying to do a cover version or anything like that it feels like they have formulated their own sort of style like the, there is kind of like dialogue in between the boss fights and each boss is clearly designed in this almost Metal Gearish way of being this slightly ludicrous it's it's the prisoner and it's uh, I know, like a woman who's tied up and got a tube on her head and stuff like that, um, better than I just made it sound uh, <laughs> you should write the pictures <laughs> but you see it, but the idea is that each one feels like an event they know that's all they've got so they've got to make the most of them and um, and they do, that, they do that pretty well but um, I, the, the kind of success of it for me is how many of those boss fights are there and how interesting can they keep that combat system? Because you don't learn any new combos or anything like that, at least not so far. Um, so you've basically just got those two shooting and uh, melee combat systems to rely on again and again. So mm. uh, how they, what I realize that they've been doing is they, they change up the kind of environments. So um, the way you use the environment changes. So that in the second boss, there were these uh, walls that would vanish after a certain amount of bullets hit them, and you have to keep moving between them for cover, basically, um, and uh, and kind of like avoiding uh, her melee attacks, and um, that that worked really well. So I guess um, the environment plays a big part of it. Also, all the, the environments seem to look really different. I mean, I'm in kind of like a sky-based level right now, and it looks very very different to the other two. First one was a prison, second one was also a prison actually, but <laughs> but a different prison with walls. <laughs> okay. Um, so honestly, it's really really cool. Um, it's like it's eighteen ninety nine. I wonder if that's slightly too deep on Steam, maybe fourteen ninety nine would be the best bang on price, but I think at this point, yeah, you're quibbling over. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean Phil mentioned um Titan Souls, but there's been loads and loads and loads of these sort of bullet hell slash boss run games lately. So do, like does it do enough to set itself apart from those? I think, so. I think the visual uh, visual style and the choice of music alone makes it feel like a bit of a cut above, but that's probably also, worth twenty quid. What, what other yeah. games are there then that kind of think how much you'll spend on a, a Domino's without thinking about it? Yeah, but, yeah. Exactly. Other pizzas are available. Yeah. <laughs> well, not on I the mean, radio. Yeah, I don't know why I said other, that. Other, other pizzas are available and, and, and better. Far better. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, is it Cafe at all similar to something like Hyperlight? <laughs> nice. Hyperlight? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Well, that's not really a boss rush game, is it? No. It's, um, it's not? No. no Am so... I betraying the fact that I haven't actually played Hyperlight? Yeah, clearly. No. I like that you took You've made a fool of yourself, Angus. <laughs> you just thought, hey, I'm not even here after this. <laughs> I, I, I can say, say whatever, what? can't you? <laughs> What's TripAdvisor going to do? Never even played Half-Life 2. I hear FIFA's a boss rush game. Sorry, what are you saying, Angus? kind of is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not even going to entertain that. that I'm, too, I'm too far too tired to, to have that conversation. Sorry, Angus, what did you say? I was just making another poorly judged joke about okay, non-boss rush games. Sweet. Let's move on. Um, Phil, you've been playing uh, a game I will never play, uh, Sticks Master of Shadows. Yeah. So you've been going I, through your 7 out of 10s in your Steam library. I've been on an odyssey through my <laughs> Steam backlist because there's like 150 games in a category I call things I need to play. Is that right at the bottom to- of the list? Uh, no, it's not. I, I was vaguely interested in it because it's like a stealth game, and I like those, so I thought maybe I'll try it out. It's actually pretty good. We actually gave it a reasonably good score as well, I think. I, it, it, it got in the time. 70s bracket, I'm sure. Yeah. What is it? Uh, so you're a little goblin, dude, <laughs> and you've got to steal things for reasons that don't make a whole lot of sense. Um, so you, you just sort of work through this weird, grotty, fantasy <laughs> series of... I, I, I find it really hard to even envision where it's taking place because it all seems to be indoors surrounding this tree of life thing that is affecting people um, and gives you some of your powers and you need to steal something from the tree. But getting to it seems to involve going into the sky sometimes and around a lot of places that don't make sense. Like Just conceptualising the world and how it's drawn is impossible for me. But it's fine. It's a series of levels, fairly open levels, where you basically just have to get from one side to the other without being murdered by people, which happens almost every time you're spotted because you are super weak. You're not good at fighting I've at all. I've got vague recollections of screenshots. Does it have a kind of warhammery look to it? Like the yeah, new character? Bit. Yeah, yeah it's there's a kind of British fantasy Discworld-esque look to it. Yeah, kind of. I mean, your main character is this small green guy, but everyone else has got that kind of weirdly proportioned cartoonish look about them, um, sort of like... Like a French cartoon. Yeah, a bit like if uh, Dishonored wasn't as good as it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's damning. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to pretend this is some sort of masterclass, but it's... <laughs> what if Dishonored, but not as good? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, there's a fair way to go yeah exactly not as good as dishonored and and, bad. and actually bad yeah, and this true, is yeah. this isn't that like it, it's quite frustrating in a lot of places it's it's not it's not in your sort of dishonored deus ex style where stealth is not an option but it's just one option of many it's if you don't if you don't do the stealth and stay sort of hidden and are there any sort of systems to it or is it just hiding there are systems andy i'm glad yeah. you asked um so a, a lot of it comes from these powers that you get um which are kind of weird and gross looking, but there are things like you can create a clone of yourself and control that and use it to distract people and things like that. Um, you, you, you create a clone by vomiting it out of you and then it kind of grows into this sort of reptile style thing. And then you yeah take over its body and you can manipulate that and use that to unlock other parts of the level. There's a lot of like you know climbing and plotting your route around and that's that's what's kind of satisfying is like seeing this open area and all these guards and figuring out a way around it and sometimes that involves kind of crouching around a corner and just waiting and observing guard patterns but a lot of time it's a case of finding the bit of the level that you can traverse through you know finding the right vent or the right series of places to climb over um 
it's a little annoying that the movement controls aren't better for that. Like climbing is a really, it's an acquired skill in that game because actually in most games like this, you'd sort of snap to things or everything would make sense. You know, you'd make a jump and you'd know how far that is uh, so you could actually plot it. Whereas in this, it all feels a lot looser and not quite as good. And that does lead to some unintentional consequences, especially because you take full damage without having to fall that far. Um, it's all quite annoying. Um, and there's some actual full-grade bullshit in places, like the level where if you're spotted at all, even if you're spotted and you kill the guy before you can before you can raise the alarm, that's just an instant fail. That was like Oblivion's guards. Mm. Sense crimes from inside houses. And, and like, they, they've got a system whereby if they spot you they have to raise an alarm before anyone else knows. So, so they can spot you and it goes red and you can, you've got like daggers and things you can throw at them but like a limited amount that will instantly take out a guard. But dagger in the head, he's gone, fine. And no one else is alarmed and just carry on. But in that section, if they even see you, that's the end of it. I see that, like, yeah, inconsistent. Yeah, completely inconsistent. It's not like, it's not like it's, yeah. it's, there's no condition where, oh, you're not allowed to kill a guy. The condition is you're not allowed to be seen. So it makes no sense at all. Um, but there are some... It's quite th- freeform in terms of the objectives as well. You get a couple of bonus objectives each time on each map. Some of those are to kill a specific person, and that leads to some quite sort of interesting situations as you try and figure out who your target is, how best to take them out and hide their body or whatever. It's it's all right. It's well in it's well in that sevens bracket, and I've been kind of... Enjo- like, of, of all the games that I played in this range of of mostly sixes and sevens in my backlog that's the one that i'm persisting with and i probably won't make it to the end but i've played it for a good four or five hours and i'm not entirely sick of it yet i don't think i am committed i'll drop it like that as soon as it comes up with some sort of shitty mini boss stage or something which it might well do who knows sounds all right yeah i'm quite enjoying it i mean it's not it's not an action heavy game if you if you don't like like proper stealth games if you prefer something like deus ex where you can be really fluid and quick and you know you can get spotted and it doesn't really matter probably not for you some of it is just going to be waiting and watching what guards do uh, but if you're into that yeah it's it's solidly made okay interesting yeah. Yeah, i think they're making a sequel to they it. are making a sequel it's due out at mm-hmm. some point this year or they haven't got a, an exact date for it would, would you like to review that phil would you th- yeah i'll give that a review yeah all right good okay because cool. hopefully they will, will have they will have looked at things like insta fail stealth sections and realized that was stupid why yeah. did we do that i'm not sure i could be doing with that these days no nah. my time is very valuable you know like, <laughs> oh, my time isn't it, so <laughs> yeah when a game does it, it feels even more especially egregious these days. There's no excuse for it. Yeah. That's it, okay. Yeah. All right, stick to Master of Shadows then. Mm. Uh, yeah, in the sevens bracket. Yeah, it's all right. You know, if you if you want more stealth, but you have completed Dishonored and Deus Ex and all the good games, then that is an option. Indeed. It's a shame that the still Steam Stale's over now, because, you know... That would be a game you could buy during that. And not It'll be in a humble bundle soon enough. Yeah, for sure. It'll be the, the 7 out of 10 humble bundle. Because <laughs> I've done all <laughs> the good games. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, um, so what, what else did you, what did you guys pick up in a Steam sale? Do you pick anything? Uh... I got um, Darkest Dungeon 
after right. seeing oh, okay, yeah. after seeing Chris Thurston playing in the office, and I caught a glimpse of the art, and I went, "That looks hey, like that looks I'd miserable and yeah. depressing." It is excellent, it's beautiful, but it's another one of those games that I find really exhausting. Yeah, it's not fun. I wouldn't say <laughs> I've, I've played. I, I'm, I'm actually at the moment reading a HP Lovecraft, a big fat story collection. So every <laughs> every night before bed, I'm getting a bit of. Lovecraft down my brain and it, it gives you gives you interesting dreams stroke nightmares so it's really interesting to go straight from that to a game that is so heavily inspired by it like the narration is like such a pastiche of they've done really Lovecraft well and, and, yeah but they've done it, yeah they've done it well whereas a lot of games will take Lovecrafty elements and and not do it with particular sort of skill they've they've really nailed the that tone and feel and so the ba- the basic idea is there's a an old mansion uh, owned by some some guy inherits it and he, he goes mad and starts digging down and uncovers the darkest dungeon um but this like sort of secrets hidden at the very bottom of it but he can't get down there because he's just a mad old man so he hires a bunch of adventurers and you command those adventurers and you sort of you're just going down increasingly harrowing layers of 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 horror until you reach the bottom which I have not done yet oh, so no. but um, it's kind of uh, all the the uh, adventurers develop complexes, so you know based on the time they'll sort of uh, slowly you know lose their mind or develop addictions. Like so, you know if one's uh, <coughs> one's obsessed with material things, even if uh, even if you don't want to open the chest because it might be trapped, they'll just lunge for it and open it anyway. So like you're dealing with you're fighting against the the horrors in the dungeon, but also the sort of the quirks and. Uh, neuroses of your own party, and and yes, it's pretty. It's got it's got that XCOM thing of, of you know having slight ownership of your characters, but even more so, they will just die constantly. So you've got to you've got to be kind of callous and just like use them as meat to get to get through the dungeon. It's it's interesting, but it's not fun. I don't know. It's weird. It's because even when you leave the dungeon to try and get them back into fighting form, you've got to like put them through various treatments like curing diseases or like self-flagellation the- <laughs> yeah. to de-stress but yeah you've got limited funds and limited spaces available to do that so you've got to then like strategize which people you need to be made better for your next run and it, it sounds like yeah. a very yeah. stressful it, it sounds exhausting even when you're it? not adventuring it's still exhausting it's 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 one of those things i think I'll, i've played it for like three hours i think i'll maybe play it for two more and never play it again mm. but, I, but you know i feel like i, I got my 11.99s worth out of it it was That's right. and i might and i think the the add a lot of stuff to it as well in updates so there might be something down the line that will make me go back but I don't think it was a wasted purchase but I probably won't be playing it as much as I thought I would yeah, do you know what? Like, whenever um, people talk about something being Lovecraftian, right? Um, I have no idea what they're really talking about, except it's dark outside, and there might be a big octopus with <laughs> yeah. his tentacles. Well, it's like a Pretty kind much. of um, well, that, I think people use that word because it's kind of the best way to sum it up. You know, like to. Is it, is it? Do you think that's overused that word? Think, I think oh, it. Well, okay. uh, people use it like, like you said to describe anything with octopus in it. But the what I think, like I said, Darkest Dungeon <laughs> being at the moment reading the the actual his actual stories, they've nailed the uh, the the feeling, the tone, the language, and the feeling of like uncovering ancient primordial, unknowable evils from the the crust of the earth and all yeah. that stuff. So I think it's one of the best games that really that seems to get Lovecraft. Instead of just putting big squids in it. Okay, yeah, interesting. Uh, so, yeah, it's a very good explanation of what that is, actually. Um, what about you, Phil? Did you buy anything else on the Steam sale? Yeah, I bought a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, 
I haven't played any of it yet because I've been going through my my old seven out of ten. So my new ones have to wait. That's that's how it works. But um, I picked up the DLC for City Skylines because um, I haven't really played that since it launched. Like was into it for a couple of weeks and then fell away from it. But they've released two what seem to be fairly good expansions. What's the snow um, one and the night one? The snow one and the night one, both of which got pretty decent reviews from uh, Chris Livingston, who I think mm. reviewed them for us. Yep, that's right. Yep. Um, so they were cheap. Like that, that's standard Steam style protocol is find out what Paradox <laughs> DLC is on offer and just buy it all Over because out. they release endless, endless DLC. And if you don't buy it when it's on sale, you will die impoverished. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, yeah, for me, that's I, not true. Sorry. <laughs> I actually bought, um, the, the game Space Marine after Tom Senior talked about it on the oh, podcast? I bought the game uh, Kingdoms of Amalur after Tom Senior <laughs> talked about you it. Know, on, that, on no one's ever going to sit and play Kingdoms of Amalur now. Like, it's 100 hours. Tom's, Tom's playing it right this second. Yeah, he said, he said if I come... He's well into it. He said if I came on the podcast this week, that's all I'd have to talk about. And what did like, you say it was... I saw you on offer. Twitter saying that, it, that that game is owned by the state of Rhode, uh, Rhode Island or something. Effectively. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Like, um, because the uh, 38 Studios, I think, was mostly built out of a like, business business loan that Rhode Island gave them um, yeah. and Kurt what's his face it was a baseball player a football player or something wasn't yeah. it that- Kurt something Kurt Schwimmer <laughs> I think I just merged two things there <laughs> David Schwimmer baseball Kurt um, yeah Mr. Baseball um, and uh, they basically they got Amalur done and it didn't do that well mm. and then um they were working on this MMO as well, and that never came out. And then the studio shut, and obviously Rhode Island never got its money back. So I assume that they now own the IP. Or, I yeah, guess they so, yeah. They couldn't maybe... find a buyer for, for the Amalur IP, so I, I guess yeah. it's... I think I inquired about... Um, I may have told the story before about trying to buy the Red Faction IP for £20 <laughs> <laughs> during the THQ fire sale. <laughs> That's that's basically all of that story there is. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> and you didn't get it. <laughs> no, no. I bought. Um, it, this is something that it wasn't in the Steam sale, but I realised that. Has anyone ever played the shooting uh, the shooting game Raptor? It's a really old Windows no. shooting game, two D side scrolling one, and um, I I bought I bought it and I got to install it on my dad's PC because the first P, one of the first PC games he ever had, and he was like, oh, I'm really looking forward to playing that again because he doesn't. I gave him my old gaming PC, but he took the graphics card out of it. <laughs> so now, and he said, "Oh, I don't know how to put it back in because the back of the box is broken now." What, so on I, what logic did he remove it? He said it wasn't working with the graphics card in it, even though I gave it to him exactly as it was, and it was working. <laughs> so now he can't play any games that are 3D, basically. So uh, I'm using go the and... onboard uh, built-in <laughs> yeah. graphics chip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go and install Raptor on his PC, but none of you have heard of it, so I'm not no. going to talk about mm. it. Um, I have been playing Broforce though. Um, which uh, is a 2D, you probably know what it is out there, it's been around for a while now, but it's like a 2D uh, 80s movie pastiche where you play as like um, parody versions of all these different characters, right from like Machete to Braveheart to Sylvester Stallone characters, Will Smith and um, Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and it's not like a mind-blowing classic, but it is one of the most fun local co-op games I've played, and um, Mm. I just... While it's got some bullshit bosses, I, I, that's basically all I've played this week, along with Rocket League, and um, 
it's, it's been nice just to blast through it. It's really reassuringly chunky and it's got really kind of fun physics in it where stuff's always falling down and exploding. Yeah, the destruction of like the environments is one of the best bits about it. Just yeah. leveling levels. It's kind of it, it, it's like that joke in Team America where they come in <laughs> yeah. and just blow up the entire city to save it. Um, it's that just writ over a, yeah. an entire game. The tone's very like that as well, isn't it? That sort yeah. of jing- full patriotism and American jingoism and like yeah, they, the 80s they, action they movie style. Update, yeah. Because of course they did, yeah. Yeah, and they've added Tank Girl to it now as well, which I yeah. like. Um, I think they've, they've, I think they're really running out of characters at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's a bunch of them I don't even understand. Um, there's like a couple of twins who then you can one you can bring back from the dead, and I didn't know I don't know who they are. Yeah. I assume they're like a Van Damme character from somewhere, and some of them have shit abilities as well. Like, yeah. I don't I don't really uh, one guy uh, Neo doesn't really seem to do anything. He just sort of like. Does like does like this kind of this wave thing comes out of him and nothing yeah. happens. And I wanted the whole uh, level to turn into Matrix code, and, <laughs> yeah, then, cool. and then you can just fucking blow up the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know, um, but no, it's, that's really good fun, and that is cheap this weekend because of um, the July Fourth holiday was on Monday. So well, I do recommend playing that. It's like four pounds seventy nine on Steam. That is well worth. Yeah, no, that's it. definitely also, worth it. I remember when the Expendables came out. That terrible film. They released. Yeah, a, they uh, released the Expendables. Yeah, free it was quite good. Sort of demo tie-in type. Yeah, thing. it's just all the characters um, from the Expendables in place of the heroes, and I was. It was one of the best, like least cynical seeming like film tie-ins. You know, I'd seen it. It's technically it's yeah the best the best movie game ever made. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's just because it is Broforce. Uh, yeah. with very little changes. Okay, yeah, it's a better than Alien Isolation feel. That's the. Uh... <laughs> well, that's, I think you'll find that's not actually based on the events of Alien. No, yeah. I suppose not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on then. Um, Angus, you've been playing Minecraft. I asked you to come on here and talk about a, a, a new game. Yeah. And you gave me you fucking Minecraft. Come to us with Minecraft. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's because everything is shit. Like if. if you... <laughs> okay, back that up. <laughs> if, if you've got half an eye on the news recently, you'll know that. Everything is bad. Remember, we don't take sides here. Just because you know. one YouTuber has been caught everything doing stuff, it generally is bad. And as I lack the money <laughs> to actually become a recluse and abandon society completely, I've had to do it in Minecraft. You, you find a seed, you spawn the biggest possible forest you can, you build a log hut, get a faithful dog, and wonder what you're doing with your life. So you're becoming but, like Grizzly Adams, but via Minecraft. Yeah, digitally, and yes. not Grizzly, so just Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grizzly Angus. Adam. That's you. You should write a, write um uh, as a column about your sort of wilderness adventures, and we'll call you Grizzly Angus. He can't now. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, no, that's uh, okay. Fair enough. So See, that, I like that idea. That makes. I, I, I want to do that. I yeah, want to go and live like a hermit. I wonder yeah. why you might do that. <laughs> that's because you're by yourself. So yeah, there are no the, people there. The man who wrote our uh, a list of miserable games to play be, just because we'd written a list of positive ones. <laughs> Oh dear. What, suddenly wants to live on his own one yeah. of the, uh, I think we talked about it some podcasts before but um, No Man's Sky went gold this week and so it's going to definitely coming out which is reassuring yeah. mm-hmm. but we're going to send Andy to 100 planets to yeah. see what happens and I don't think he'll come back the same man <laughs> I'm going to do 100 planets in a row and I'm going to uh, detail the, the environment and flora and fauna of everyone to oh. see just how how varied that game is I'm so excited um, but, um, so, so you've been by yourself in Minecraft. Completely. What, what yeah. else have you been doing? Though? Just you and a dog. You've not been building anything. Or? I, I build a log hut. Right. A couple of paddocks for some animals. Okay. So you've got to be self-sustaining in of these course. situations. You know? Just sort of sit and admire the small pool. <laughs> from my okay. How long have you been doing this? Like because building a log hut and some pens sounds like it would take half hour, maybe. 
do yeah. explore, do you ramble around the, I, well, the yeah, area? Well, yeah, then you go for a walk. Okay. Come back when you're running out of food. Are you Sometimes, right, Not really, you, no. you need to get an office. You've been hit hard said. by this, haven't Everything you? Yeah. You should do this in VR, then you can really sit and really look at that pond by like moving your head down <laughs> and looking at IV it. IV running through. Yeah. Abandoning Never leave. leave. Okay. Yeah. okay, well, so on a, on a less nihilistic note, um, you've also been playing Rocket League, haven't you? I've all, I'm always playing Rocket League so in between they, bouts of virtual... They've added a new track to Rocket League for free. Oh, I'm excited about this because you've it's already not... been angry about it. <laughs> um, well, it's... Uh, Rocket League, I I kind of come back to every now and then, and I, I'm on a bit of a run at the moment. Like, I'm doing all right. I'm winning about four out of every five games, which is decent. And uh, they've added a new track to it, um, Neo Tokyo, which is like... Well, basically, what it sounds like—a really kind of futuristic, um, <laughs> a futuristic setting—and uh, yeah. But the, the problem is, they've ruined Rocket League by doing it. Um, they've created a map where it's got these. Instead of having just like uh, kind of like a, a cuboid-shaped map, it's got both sides of the map have these. This has this raised area running across it, so you have to sort of jump up onto it and fetch the ball if the ball flies up there. And it's like if you're in the park and someone boots the ball really far, you have to go and fetch it. <laughs> it's like that, but in a tiny rocket car. And it's uh, it's not made for fun Rocket League at all. Like it's really hard to be precise because the ball will just ping off in random directions. And no, it, it's to... great if you've had quite a few beers and you're playing with friends. It's not great in a competitive ranked mode. Because it's in ranked mode. That's the thing, and it shouldn't be because it feels like it has like the air of a novelty novelty track about it. Completely fine if you just yeah if you're just you know going through some playlists, but like no good if you if you want to try and climb the the ladder. Yeah, it's, the it's, this, like, this is everywhere. a map that started off in their experimental rocket labs mode, which are like the nutty maps for people just to like mess around with. But they've actually gone and made it into a, a proper fleshed out map and put it in ranked. Okay, well that seems advised. Um, yeah, but like uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that, and that's that's and that's Rocket League. I've I not guess. played it since the DeLorean car came out. That's when I. That's when you your protest was. Yeah. Well, no, I bought, I bought the DeLorean car like an idiot, but then that, that just coincided with the time where I, I got to that point where 15 hours playing it in a week. <laughs> your 15-hour game limit, yeah. as with The Division. I and drift. Yeah, it's like that's about the standard. I just drifted away from it. But So if I go back now, is there going to be all kinds of mad shit happening? It's actually like, um, I swear it's gotten easier since the Steam sale where loads of like new players have come <laughs> Oh, of course. I yeah. don't know how to do any aerial manoeuvres so I can bully them, which is it's fantastic like for my self-esteem. Team Fortress <laughs> 2 went free and it was great for months because just <laughs> poning those noobs. Yeah. I think with the start of... Do. Um, competitive season three i've either just got much worse or the standards have been raised because like last season i was in challenger division two now i've ranked all the way down to prospect division two so yeah i, I don't know what that means is that good or bad <laughs> you're gonna challenger get relegated is... can you get relegated i don't know what that yeah, means probably it's probably <laughs> that sounds like a bad business model <laughs> yeah to, be honest. to take the game away from me challenger yeah. two is like perfectly average right the, the absolute middle of the road what's above challenger then i think i'm challenger two or Old three star I don't know. I've never got that. Never been, okay. I've never risen above complete averageness. It's um, it's quite annoying because like uh, if you play with an a, a, a sorry with a uh, like a random uh, co-op partner, then basically you could you're you're subject to whether their internet connection works. Or That's not. just self harm, really. Why yeah, are you it doing is. That? I'm going to stop doing that. Me and Angus are going to team up now, and uh, we're going to try and climb the Rocket League uh, rankings together. That's going to be uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a big. And thing. thus the friendship ended. <laughs> The worst thing, but the, the Batmobile is actually worse than the uh, the DeLorean. Because I saw a yellow Batmobile yesterday. Batmobile's not yellow. That should be true. yellow. That's you not. Can, you can't get a black yeah. Batmobile. 
Yeah, well, that's that's true. Yeah, but like, um, it's it's annoying. Like, one, the cars should be the the right color of the team, yeah. and two, a Batmobile shouldn't ever be yellow. I was furious. I was livid, honestly. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So uh, we could wrap it up there, unless anyone's got any other games to talk about. Was there something else we're going to discuss in this podcast? I could talk about Brigador a little bit. Yeah, okay, um, Brigador. Yeah, which was also on my backlog, <clears throat> uh, but is also kind of new. So, so works a bit. It's. Uh, quite an enjoyable like isometric mech combat game uh whereas you play i don't understand the story at all actually um during the tutorial a, a weird sort of big impact typeface comes up saying great leader is dead and then weird stuff happens but then you're in a city and you're just blowing things up and it's like well okay this i can get on speed with like i don't need to know why i'm doing it as long as as long as the results make sense Hmm. and the results are explosions so that's fine okay um so yeah you drop into these areas and it's really beautiful looking like as with almost every game made right now it's got this 80s aesthetic to it everything's very neon and um destructible and quite explosive and while that's great and it looks really good and um the combat is quite enjoyable in in like you can pick one of a huge number of different mechs and you can customize them in in like quite quite a way and each mech has like two weapons and a special ability and that's all fine the problem is you've also got to control them and move them about these maps and that's really annoying because it's tank controls, but it's tank controls from an isometric perspective, okay. which means, yeah, <laughs> the only way you know which way you're pointing is by this tiny little arrow that sort of spins around you that indicates which way you'll go when you press forward. But in the neon and the explosions and kind of the madness of trying to pick out enemies and judge your line of sight to them and aiming and stuff, you completely lose track of that arrow all the time. So you just press a button going, I need to go that way, and you'll walk in the opposite direction into a pack of whatever, and you're like, oh, that's that's super bad. That's super annoying. And I've heard people say, oh, you do get used to it eventually, but it's like, Sure, but I've played it for about an hour or two now and I haven't got used to it yet and it's constantly annoying me. Like, it'd be one thing if it was just, okay, that's a bit weird or that's a bit hard to do, but it's fine. It doesn't make any great impact. But, like, a lot of the challenge of Brigador is about managing pickups and stuff uh, because you have this shield and the shield could be overcharged via pickups. But if the shield is gone it will eventually come back but you'll lo- any health you lose is permanent so it's quite important that you get all the shield pickups and the ammo uh, management from enemies but they're only around for a slight amount of time and if you're walking the opposite direction to them because you thought you were turned around that's going to be a problem um enemies swarming from everywhere like it, it it's almost a fun shooter everything's sort of going for it like the soundtrack the look um the combat systems that are in place all make sense and seem like they would lead to fun encounters. But you just can't move properly without it. You, it, you don't go where you think you're going to go. I suppose what you've got to ask yourself is like, would you rather play Brigador or buy Dominoes? Yeah. <laughs> so we're judging everything now. Yeah. I think so. <clears throat> God, we're going to have to overhaul a whole scoring system. <laughs> do I want to play Doom or do I want four pizzas? You know, with dip. 
Actually, no, I, yeah, do might went out on that one. I, think I so, don't yeah. know if Brigador would. But I, I think I think you also we also need to start. I don't even like Domino's. Yeah, it's yeah. bad pizza. Domino's is, is best pizza. That's just one of the, the many what? controversial. It's opinions better than Papa Pepper. John's, which is like a sort of okay, weird cardboard. I'll, uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Disc. But, the, but Papa John's is meant to be amazing. I think it, I think it's just not amazing in Bath. They, they don't put enough no, cheese on. No, it's not on. amazing anywhere. They're stingy okay. with the cheese. The Papa needs to get. It might be amazing in like America or something, but I'm not. So I heard anybody ever praise Papa John's in? Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the um, yeah, this the, you're not short of good pizza joints in Bath. But exactly. um, for the sake yeah. of this analogy, then we'll call it Domino's. And uh, is is Brigadier worth one and a half Domino's? Because I assume that's what it costs. <laughs> but... Or a Domino's with chicken wings and uh, two garlic dips. But I've not I've not quite sacked it off completely yet uh, as a as a game. Um, whereas a lot of the other ones I did was like I played the Flame in the Flood and instantly was like. Can't, can't that's a bo- shame. I feel like can't with any great of this. I yeah. quite enjoyed it when I first played it. Like um, the the controls are quite. It's quite a bit too difficult, really. And yeah, it was like the, the, as soon as soon as I'd collected a few things, I had my boat smashed up by the river a bit, and then was told my inventory was full and I didn't have enough space to craft literally anything. I thought, yeah, I don't <clears> want to play this. I don't. I don't want to subject myself to the sad times. Okay, fair enough. Because as as Angus has pointed out, things things can be pretty awful in the news in life. Jesus. You don't always have enough money to this, buy the dominoes that you legacy. want to. It's not that bad. And it's Basically, it's just Friday and it's dead. Money. So, uh, <laughs> so everyone's being extra. We did say we were going to phone it, phone it in this ish, this episode, and it also got it an nihilism issue. Nihilism cast. Yeah, the nihilism cast. Um, so yeah, the flame and the flood did not. Um, I needed something a bit better. Uh, what I've um, Brigador. The, haven't the developers been talking about how they struggled with this one to get it off the ground? But then everyone suddenly reviewed it once they'd, they'd put out that quite, you know, Basically a bit sincere of, imager gallery. Oh, yeah, 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 they yeah. Were, Generating a bit of sympathy can do wonders. That's they did, a tip for the indie dev. They did struggle to get... Well, the thing is that they got a lot of pre-release coverage, I think, because yeah. um, it, it looks great. So I think um, news writers were taken with it, but news writers aren't always in a position to get it up to to the reviews people and they mentioned during the thing that we had a review in progress at the time they knew they knew we'd do it that's a very good point um uh, so, yeah but it's not for you phil I, I don't know like i don't want to dismiss it because i like the 80s <laughs> um i don't actually like the 80s but i like people pretending that it's the it's 80s it's like a, a it's like a uh, an alternate 80s where yeah exactly cool where and, everything was cool and it wasn't yeah. it was carpenter brute and not Spandau Ballet. Gas shortages and Thatcherism. <laughs> Actually, those were brilliant. <laughs> yes, no political commentary. They were great. Yeah. I have no strong opinions one way or the other. I, um, I love gas. So, yeah, I don't, I don't want to just say, oh, don't bother. I um, love privacy. It's really, that's my favourite. It's really annoying. But also, at the same time, if I do start to enjoy it, it will be because I have learned to cope with just... An obviously annoying system. Okay. So yeah, that's difficult. Um, if you yeah, so if 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 you think you can live with that long list of caveats, then perhaps we could. Yeah, like it's made. It's a really good mech combat game that is quite annoying to control. Oh, um, there's no other. There's no alternate control scheme if you want to play it in a kind of arcadey way. There, there are there are slightly different. I mean, there are robots that have a slightly different control scheme. It's still not quite what you'd think, which would be: are oh, you press W and you always go like north or whatever? Right. Yeah. Um, but because you're always going sideways, kind of. Yeah. So, see, Lumo had that had those tank controls in an isometric perspective and offered the option to use a more traditional 
point in that direction, you were walking that direction mode, so I don't see why they couldn't have added it. Hmm. God, I hope that's not in the options and I just had never bothered looking. <laughs> oh, that would be really bad. If that's true, disregard everything Phil just said. Yeah, if that's true, uh, I'll issue a retraction next week. But okay. I, don't, I don't know. Okay, good. Um, so on next week's podcast, I wonder what we'll be talking about. Um, we can talk about... Uh, we should we should finally play that System Shock Remastered demo and talk about that. Oh, yeah. Because that's almost yeah. in Kickstarter time. I completely now. forgot about that, yeah. Um, so that's coming up, um, and there'll probably be some other stuff. It's actually quite a time for games at the moment. So we it is a bit. might have like a, another discussion about some stuff, like pick a subject, and then we'll just ramble about that for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be back with some reader questions as well. We've only skipped that this week because it's uh, it's Friday, and we're a little bit late with this episode, but we'll uh, we'll try and get back on schedule, whatever that means, well, uh, yeah. next week, um, which I think is every Thursday now, pretty much. But uh, I think so. Yeah, I, th- I need to remove the line where it says every Monday yeah, off, we, we off any website. Monday, and we've yeah. gradually moved backwards every week. We have we have managed it every week so far. So yeah. that's uh, that's that's pretty good. Um, and uh, hopefully you're enjoying it out there. And uh, yeah, normally uh, the episode won't be as scattershot as this one. Yeah. <laughs> Remember at the start, Andy, when you were like, "Yeah, let's have tight." controlled bands and it sort of spiraled out of control it was yeah, my fault sorry. asking what did everyone buy in the steam sale but I don't regret yeah. asking that because I got some uh, good answers yeah, it, was good. it was a good talk yeah indeed indeed now we're off for a delicious hot piping Domino's pizza <laughs> cooked no. with some gas yeah. what else privatised gas the irony is this episode is sponsored by KFC so <laughs> yeah, they're going to be fuming at us <laughs> Okay, so on that slightly incoherent note, um, we'll be back next week. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, then by all means leave us a review. Didn't you try and start a hashtag at some point? I, no, well, I, I think now that I'm convinced iTunes reviews are futile. Yeah. Or the just no, 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 no. Keep keep reviewing. I mean, do that if you have to. But I reckon keep reviewing it, please. Tweet your friends. Tweet your friends that you're enjoying yeah, this or here tell podcast them in, in real life, or uh, tell them in real life. Scroll like, the the like URL anybody walls, has real human other... interaction anymore. Yeah. Yep. There's um, a that's the thing. We don't talk about baseball for twenty minutes. We do talk about pizza for twenty minutes. So you know that's uh, that's the yeah, strategy games for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, we we offer all of that and and more. Um, we've got an issue out right now. It's got yeah. Civilization Six on the cover. Yeah. Uh, you can go out and pick that up right now. It's got a load of E three previews in there too. Uh, we've also got a guide to indie games out. It's got No Man's Sky on the cover. Mm. Uh, you can buy that in all good shops now or on myfavoritemagazines.com Yeah, yeah. or on iTunes. iTunes Zinio. Google Zinio Play, as stuff. of next week. Okay. In which you can read about two planets from No Man's Sky that I visited. But oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one was a bad gas ball and one had a rat man on it. You can it. also <laughs> yeah. read Andy's Euro Truck Adventures. Oh yeah, across oh, Scandinavia. Yeah. All kinds of good mad stuff in there. Oh, Indeed. it's great. And we're uh, we're currently working on the PC Gamer Top 100 issue as well. That's almost done. That'll be out at the end Maybe of Maybe that July. explains why we're tired and sad. Okay, it's hard to have a lot of opinions at once. You know? A new number one? Yeah. Yeah, a new number one. What could it be? Oh, missed. It's missed. <laughs> yeah, people are going to love it. It's missed. Minesweeper. Yep. Um, all these games made the top 10. And uh, yeah, Half Life 2 there, down there at 99. People are going to love that. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, none of that is true. And it's going to be a good list. Um, that'll be out on the 28th of July. And we'll be back next week with a new podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>